You're listening to Test, Learn, Grow, where we believe that all marketing should create value, build trust, and inspire change. This is the Level Agency way. Hey, my name is Miles Biggs. And I'm Alan Reynolds. Alan and I are proud to be your hosts for this podcast. In each episode of Test, Learn, Grow, we'll be joined by agency team members and other members of the marketing community for radically candid conversations on all things marketing. So without any further ado, let's have one of those conversations and jump into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Exciting guest today, Miles. We have our very own Joe Garrigus, SEO manager here at Level. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. It's delightful to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. First one. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, Joe, it's awesome to have you. And just a fun story. I'll never forget one of the first conversations with you. I was like, you know, I just had just seen your name spelled. And I'm like, how do you how do you pronounce this? And you're like, <laughs> it's Garrigus, like asparagus. It's now in my head every time I talk to you. It's Joe Asparagus Garrigus. Fun to have you here. And hopefully everybody listening chuckled and didn't roll their eyes at me too hard. But why don't we start before we dive into SEO, Joe? What's another fun fact about you besides the fact that your last name rhymes with asparagus? Yeah, so yeah, I've been using that vegetable reference for a long time since grade school. So it's definitely stuck with me. So fun fact, through college, I got to intern with the Buffalo Bills. Ended up on an equipment there, working, you know, fitting their helmets and jerseys and all that. Ended up setting up for practices and became a, a coach's assistant against the, the defense. So that's it was a pretty cool experience there. Moved on my to, to SEO, to marketing after I graduated. Ended up with a smaller agency working SEO for a bunch of different websites and a bunch of different industries. Been doing it for a while now and happy to, to bring the talent here to level. Yeah, that's awesome. From uh, blocking and tackling on the football field to blocking and tackling digitally with all the, the tactics of SEO, that is definitely quite the range like we've talked about yeah. another podcast here where you don't necessarily have to start in marketing to do great marketing. So right, right. let's get into SEO. There have been, as there always are, you know, been a bunch of changes happening recently with the various algorithms. And it's one of the reasons why we wanted to bring you on today is just to not necessarily talk about those specific changes because they happened a little bit ago now, but to talk about the the mindset and the best practices and sort of the way to approach your SEO and overall vision of marketing when it comes to those algorithm changes and the fact that they're always going to change. So first question for you around that is, you know, there's an algorithm change, right? Let's, let's pretend one's about to happen next week. This one we know about because sometimes we don't always know about them exactly. and it's a change. So the change comes down. What's one of the first things companies should be doing to adjust how they're reacting to that change, right? Adjust their strategies to reflect a whole new set of best practices that come out as they typically do with one of these changes. Yeah. So there's a lot to that. And, and, and as you said, we don't always know, you, you mentioned you know, there, there might be an update tomorrow or there, there could be, there certainly could be, they, they kind of roll them out whenever they feel like it. And it's always just a race to keep up with Google. Take it with a grain of salt first. Don't freak out. Don't feel like you have to change your entire website. Let it, you know, fit it into your site the best way you can. If it's, for example, we just went through a, a product review algorithm update. Very simple. You don't have to go out and, you know, send out a mass email and ask for your views to come. Just, you know, for the ones you have, make sure they're, they're aligned with what Google's asking for. Is, you know, is there the correct amount of detail in there? Are you being concise with relevant keywords? Very, very simple. 
yeah, regardless of the algorithm, the one thing that's like the through line for all of SEO and what the algorithm updates are seeking to accomplish is making the experience more beneficial for the user, right? And so like that example of the product reviews, of course, it's helpful to have product reviews, right? If I'm buying something, I want to check the product reviews and make sure that it's, you know, going to tell me the truth about what I'm potentially buying and I use that to make my decisions. So mm-hmm. it's not like it introduces some brand new thing you never should have been focusing on, right? It just, I think they're helpful in f- how we can focus our attention because there's mm-hmm. so many different areas to do. One of the things we always say is there's more marketing than there is hours in the day, right? But yes. When they update and tell you, then now you know, okay, this is what they care about. And you can adjust your attention there, which can often be helpful. Yeah, everything's really on, on the up and up there. I know the Google changes can be cumbersome and, and pretty annoying sometimes, but the, the goal is to create a better experience for the user and, and for the business on, online. Hey, Joe. So in your role as SEO manager, you know, we've talked a little bit about it, but can you expand on what your other responsibilities are and how that connects to paid media? Yeah, that's a great question. SEO is sincerely the foundation of the internet itself, you know, from the, the backlinking and keywords, trying to you know grab everyone's attention, especially your targeted audience and bringing them to your site to deliver your message. From a technical standpoint, SEO has to be on point for your website or else all the other things don't work. So it, as far as the connection throughout the business, I feel like I'm in every department to, to, you know, to some aspect. And that's great. SEO has been done throughout level before I was here and level has clearly used SEO, you know, best practices in their campaigns, you know, through their, throughout their content strategy and paid ads. And it's nice to be able to come in and, and kind of organize that throughout the departments and, and bring value to what everyone's doing, especially paid ads. Their goal is to, you know, they're using, in most cases, clients' money to bring people to the site. So that would allow us to take our paid media spend a little further, right? If you have strong SEO set up and a, and a reputable presence, high authority, delivering really interesting content. Then when we run paid media strategies and campaigns, suddenly we're able to kind of differentiate ourselves from others and make our dollars go further, would you say? Or how would you phrase that? Sure, yeah, I would say it brings a lot more confidence to your decision-making with paid ads. When you know that your page is, is fully optimized for the user, you can, you know, it's easier to throw money at it. There's also, you know, there's an interesting intersection of everything we talk about with Tesla and Grow and how we can put money and paid media budget behind an idea that maybe we're not quite too sure in to learn something about our audience or the type of content that is most effective in driving conversions. Then all those learnings don't have to just live in an ad on Google. We could take that and build out content on the organic site that furthers that idea based on what was learned. So it's like this whole feedback loop, which is awesome, mm-hmm. where we can see what's the organic traffic like, the organic conversion path like, how can we use that to inform what keywords we should be bidding on, or the creative that's going to perform well when we put ads in front of our ideal customer profile. And then conversely, okay, we just learned this thing works really well. We don't have that much content in this area on the site. Well, we should add to that so that whether you're driving somebody somewhere with paid 
dollars or they're finding you in organic search, we've got content that's relevant to them that supports their whole journey. Because even if they come to you first on an ad, they might just go right to their website the next time. And if what they saw in the ad is not reflected on the website and they can't find it again, it creates some friction that could hurt the path to them finding something that helps them make a decision or them actually making the decision. And so very much left hand, right hand when it comes to digital marketing be as effective and ultimately like have the most use of your resources, like budget being one, but also your time and your, your internal teams and your agency teams. Like you need to be doing both. Yeah. hundred, hundred percent. The thread that seems to link between those two, you know, I, I swear I, it's a joke. It's a running joke that I get a bonus every time we say empathy Uh-oh, on the podcast. <laughs> but the the connecting thread underlying both paid media and SEO that might not inherently stand out is this deep understanding and empathy with the end user. So SEO is not just about doing SEO for SEO's sake. Like we do SEO. Like mm-hmm. if you're taking that attitude, you're probably doing it wrong. Right. right. But deeply understanding who your consumer is and their their problem and how you can offer a solution and then highlighting and showcasing that not only in paid content but then in organic content and in you know on your website and across the board as a brand you know you're sending a much more strong reputable message with empathy on who you are rather than a disjointed message where it's we do empathy in our paid advertisements but come to our website and suddenly you know your your problems are <laughs> ignored yeah yeah, yeah I, I agree I, I feel like in in the past you know paid and seo tend to tend to butt heads I've, I've been in those conversations for sure but they google ads really just shines a light on the seo that you're doing you know gives it a, a broader reach and I think that's that's great. If we're doing like like we just said, optimizing those pages in accordance to Google, then paid ads is only going to benefit that. And it works in the reverse too. When you, you know, if you notice that a paid search term brings you to, you know, your, your number one in Google, that's great. And then the first organic one underneath there is the same thing for the same keyword. It's your link. Then maybe we can save a little money there and not have to pay for that anymore. Put the focus on a know some lower hanging fruit yeah so the, the recent algorithm update spurred our thought of we should talk SEO on this podcast we haven't had a pointed conversation about it in a while i feel like we've set the table pretty nicely for like in general a bit of what it is why it's important which i'm sure most people listening to this podcast already knew what they may not know i'd like to get some like just pointed like top three type content here joe would be you know say you haven't done seo before and maybe we're, we're sparking their interest three three main places to start if you're just starting seo for the first time what would those be joe sure you you definitely want to audit your site first check out any technical issues and and that'll you know those are broken links 4xx errors 5xx errors things like that 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 hinder the 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 human experience the user experience you can find that you can do a free audit on a a bunch of different programs i think moz has a free free trial you can use semrush has a free plan that's forever free that you can use and a few others and 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 go through those take your time to check those the meta descriptions the h1 tags you want to make sure you're being as concise as possible and distinctive as possible on those pages that's a great way to start next step is creating content based on search, based on your target keywords and relative keywords. And last is distribution, just pushing that content 
out there, whether that's a social media strategy, email campaigns. I like to call it full circle campaigns where you have, you know, you build out a landing page or you already have a product page if you're an e-commerce site, and then you're creating an email that kind of truncates that message. And then you can shorten that message even smaller for posts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, and keep that rolling. And so that's great starting for people that have never done it before. Now, there's also folks that have just been nodding the whole time as they're listening to this because they're like, I know, I know, guys, like I've been doing this for years. So if you already have an established SEO program, what are some ways that you can come in and take over an established program and build on it to make it even more effective? Sure. That'll be in some of your research tools, some of the pro pro tools that these SEO management programs have. You're definitely going to want to look into your competitors see what they're doing. There's there's a tool that, that most programs have based around topic research that lets you see you know, what your audience is reading on the internet, you know, what they frequent to, what other sites they're on, and then what those sites are also putting out. And if if you know you can stay on par with that or above as far as content, answering questions better than the competitor does, you're gonna find yourself in a good spot with traffic. Yeah, I think it's where a lot of people miss the target on SEO. And I, I, I hear this said so often. It's like, oh, we, we did SEO last year. It's like not in the budget for this year. Or mm-hmm. we already audited the site and fixed everything. Like we're good. But mm-hmm. like if, you, if, if we use Alan's favorite word of empathy, right, and relate to people, people are constantly changing. So if we optimize to one set of keywords once, that's great for that finite period of time. But the user's evolving, their interests are changing, the way they are searching is changing. So there's never like an end of like, you've optimized for all the keywords and all the search phrases. It's, it's always changing. So once you get the foundation, you can always be adding to it and improving your ranking for more and more keywords. And also what some people don't realize too is like you can lose your ranking. So you're not the mm-hmm. only person in the industry out there working SEO, your competitors are too. So just cause you're number one today doesn't mean you're guaranteed you're not number one tomorrow. You might find that your competitors work in stuff and they just unseated you. So you got to get back. And so there's that always that battle for position one or even position zero, as it's often called in the search results for your core keywords. And you can always add to them. And then just because mm-hmm. technically flawless today doesn't mean something's not going to break. You know, a new page and forgets to do a redirect from another one. I got one of those 404 errors you mentioned. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's an ongoing state of maintenance in addition to. How do we get better every single day and expand our market share and user mind share? Uh, SEO does that, right? So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm preaching to you. You already know, Joe, but that's for everybody listening. I think that's an often underlooked thing. Some people look to SEO as like this silver bullet. You do it once, invest a bunch in it, and you're good to go. But it's like a muscle. You got you to gotta keep working out in order to maintain it or you're going to lose that, you know, that muscle mass or that, that power, yeah. that ranking of the site. Yeah, it, it changes daily. And I mean, with COVID, that pushed us almost three years ahead in, in this industry. As far as the digital side, your your storefront or your warehouse is no longer your first impression. It's, it's your website now. And that changed a lot of things and made the internet so much more competitive. And it made SEO finally shine a little bit. You know, I think people realize that, you know, I, I can't shake this person's hand and answer their question. I better make sure that I'm doing that on the website and that's where optimization comes in. 
Joe, one of, you know, you and I have had this discussion personally offline about, you know, SEO for, for the little guy. Could you elaborate here on that? Because I feel that it is one of the distinguishing features of SEO that much like paid media, you can't just set it and forget it. You do need to em empathize. You need to constantly be curious. You need to constantly be testing, which sounds exhausting. But SEO allows for the little guy to to kind of swing his bat a little harder. Can you mm -hmm. talk about that a little more? Yeah, I love that that the underdog kind of mentality. It it, it does it, it does give you a bigger voice. Like I said, it's not necessarily about you know how big your company is or you know if you have more machines to do things faster. You're selling yourself. You know, I think I think SEO allows you to put your human aspect into the website, into the text. So in that sense, you know, using Google Ads and, and optimizing your website can push you out almost beyond your competition if you're doing it right, beyond those bigger companies if you're doing it right. And and I've seen that, and it's really cool. And that's also why the bigger companies can't stop. Because it's yeah, easy right. for a, a you know Fortune 500 company to start ranking after one of those little guys, and so you need to they need to protect their market share if they really want to make sure they're ranking first in organic and not just the paid. For sure, for sure. So we've talked about a number of things, some updates, things to get in the game with SEO, deep understanding and empathy with our end users across the board and how that can free you from just solely focusing on paid media spend itself. What keeps coming back to me as always is this desire to test, to be curious and to really be in touch with your consumer and their problems they face. And if you do that well, you can really crack open SEO and use it to your advantage and reach out to people like Joe here at Level Agency if you need some assistance to do so. Joe, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for your time, and we look forward to getting you back on to discuss more SEO optimizations and growth. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here. There's certainly plenty to talk about when it comes to SEO, so I'll be excited to come back. All righty. Take care and tune in for another episode of Test, Learn, Grow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Test, Learn, Grow from your friends at Level Agency. For more information about what we do here at Level, be sure to visit us online at www.level.agency. And do not forget to rate and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Until next time, remember that the best way to do any sort of marketing is to test, learn, and grow.